the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Radio as the founders intended. Mojo Five O. Hello and welcome to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo 5.0. I'm your host, Pat Oni, and a miracle, an absolute miracle has happened. I'm, I'm being dead serious. It is a real miracle that the new royal baby has been born. The world has a new prince, and his name is Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. It is a miracle, folks. It is something that, I mean, we've all been waiting for a while with, with anticipation that Meghan Markle has now given birth to the next Prince of England. Or is it the first American of England? I, I, I don't know. I mean, did we successfully put... An American in line for the throne of England it's somehow. I mean, did we actually do that after, was it like 243 years of being free of England? But nevertheless, it is a miracle. And I just, I'm so excited. I, I want to share my excitement with you. And here I go. Ready? What all you, what, all you heard is silence? What I, I was screaming for joy. All you heard was silence. Here, here, let me let me let me try again. You still only hear silence. I promise you, I'm ecstatic over this. Okay, okay, okay. You caught me. The reason why you heard silence is because I really don't care. I don't care that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle just had their baby. I really don't. I don't care. I mean, don't get me wrong. And, and I do mean this sincerely. I, I'm glad they had a baby. I'm glad that they are moving on with their family. They're expanding their family. And they're moving on with their life. Congratulations. And I, I really do mean that. But ultimately, as an American, I don't I don't care. You know, I, I've never understood the hype over a royal wedding or a royal birth. You know, as an American, I don't believe in kings and queens and princes and princesses. I, I don't care. I mean, we fought for independence to be free of said things. Now, you look at the media and everybody's in an uproar over, you know, Meghan Markle having a baby. Now, here's the thing. I get it. I get that she's an American who married an English prince. I get it. I get how big of a deal that is, but I still don't care. I still, I mean, to me, them having a baby is just like my neighbor down the street having a baby. 
I'm being dead serious. It is no more or less of a miracle that they had a baby than my neighbor down the street. And I say this as someone, you know, I don't have children yet, but I say this as someone like when I do have kids, if I have a son or a daughter, that son or daughter will be a prince or princess to me as their father. They're not royalty, but that's just my way of describing how precious my children are to me. And I, I'm sure that this baby is just as precious to, to, to Meghan Markle and, and Prince Harry. And I don't, I'm not trying to take that away from them at all. But as an American, I don't care. And here's, here's the thing. I mean, they, they named their child Archie Harrison Mountbatten-Windsor. Oh, I mean, you know, it's their baby. They can name it whatever they want, but that is a mouthful. Now, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of that is has to do with some sort of family history, some family names, maybe some other significant things in there that are involved. I, I don't know. I don't know how that all works over there, but... Not the name I would have chosen for my kid, but okay. You know, I mean, it's, like I said, it's their kid. They can do what they want. The name is just a mouthful. I mean, couldn't they have just said Archie or Archie Harrison? I mean, wow. I mean, that's just, it's a lot, frankly. But I will say this. I, I saw a headline earlier on the whole royal birth and everything from the LA Times. And it says... Will Meghan Markle and Prince Harry raise their baby to be black? Huh? What, what the hell does that even mean? Will they raise their baby to be black? Now, I, I understand that, you know, Meghan Markle has some black in her and stuff like that. And that's fine. I, I don't care. But will they raise their baby to be black? Um, the last I checked, they're the parents of this baby. They can raise the baby however they see fit. I imagine they'll raise him to be a son, um, to be a prince, uh, to be royalty, because, I mean, that is, you know, part of his birthright. But will they raise their baby? to? Uh, what the hell does that mean? I mean, it, it, could there be a more dare I say racist headline out there? What the hell does it matter? I Okay, I, I'm I'm white. And you know, my wife is white. And that's like asking us, will you raise your baby to be white? Um Okay. What what difference is what difference does it make if that baby is black, white, Arab, Asian, or Hispanic. What what does it matter? The point is it doesn't. And this is this is why Americans, by the way, or, or why people in the world in general are so pissed off at the media. Because you have to take something that is truly good for someone, and then you have to spin it in such a way that it fits some sort of narrative of today. Now, you know, I, I know people come out and say, well, you you came out and said that uh, uh, you didn't care about, about them having a baby because we're Americans. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying no one should. I'm not even saying, you know, 
they, they, they shouldn't. They, they should very much care that they had a baby. I hope Meghan and Prince Harry care that they have a baby. It is absolutely fantastic that they did. I personally, Pat Oney, here in America, I just don't care. And and how they raise their baby, I don't care about that either. I mean, I would hope that they would raise their son to be a good, moral, upstanding citizen that you know can have a positive impact on the world someday. I, I hope that for them. I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but I, I like to think that you know they're they're decent enough people that that's how they would want to raise their child. And they would deserve that respect. But do I care if they raise their baby as black, white, or whatever? No, I don't care. And neither should we. It's their business. It's none of ours. It's really, honestly, my, my ultimate point here, as an American citizen, it is none of my business that they had a baby to begin with. Because like I said, it's it's no different to me that they had a baby than my neighbor down the street. It's no different. But yet we treat it as if it's this royal, big, huge miracle. It, it, it's no more of a miracle than anyone else having a baby in this world. It's not. But nonetheless, congratulations to them. I, I hope that they are happy. I hope that they find peace and that they can get some alone time with their newborn. They deserve that. And I, I hope that they they enjoy quality family time together and, and raising um, Archie to be the man that they, they hope him to be. I really do. I really do hope that. But as an American, you know, I don't like to, to get too much involved in what's going over in Britain because... Well, we fought for independence to not be involved in Britain. And, you know, one of those things, you know, that, that we fought for independence for is the right to bear arms. And so let me tell you about a little about Tar River Arms. Uh, Tar River Arms has the Sig Sawyer P320 line of pistols and Smith and Wesson revolvers of all types. You can use the uh, promo code MOJO50 at checkout and... Uh, You'll you'll get a, you'll get a percentage off of your your gun purchase. Um, as always, Tar River Arms uh, is a storefront that comes to you, and with the free shipping on most purchases, it is no different than purchasing at your own local gun store, except you did it where you wanted, and you did it on your schedule. So go to tarriverarms.com uh, and uh, use the promo code Mojo Five O at checkout, uh, and. They are absolutely great. In fact, uh, Tar River Arms, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, they are actually uh, have building their first brick-and-mortar store that's due to open in July. And Mojo Five O is actually going to be there for the grand opening to do a live broadcast. So you want to be uh, t- stay tuned into Mojo Five O um, and uh, listen to that and, and figure out when all the details and stuff are going to be there in July. So, And it's absolutely fantastic for Tar River Arms. I'm, I'm pretty happy for them. You know... Like I said, I don't care about, you know, the whole royal baby thing and all that stuff. But I I do very much care about the life of babies, period. I I care very much about this ongoing argument that we we seemingly have in the world today about abortion. 
And uh, if you haven't heard, uh, was it last week? Uh, Representative Brian Sims, a state rep from Pennsylvania, was caught on video harassing and bullying a woman in front of a Planned Parenthood. Now, much of this, I'm going to play a little bit of the audio, and, and much of this is, I don't want to say it's disturbing per se, um, but it is very jerkish. It's very douchey of, of, of a state representative to be doing this to someone. I expect, you know, my representatives, whether they be at the state or the federal level, to act with a little more class than this. Now, I understand he has a very particular position on Planned Parenthood and abortion and all that stuff. Fine. And he has every right to that opinion. Every right. He even has every right to go out and protest just like everybody else. Has every right to do that. I back him up on that. You heard it here first and foremost. I back him up on that. Even if he's being a jerk, I still back him up on it. However, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And that's something I feel that Brian Sims in his life has yet to learn. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And so I'm going to play a little bit of this audio uh, and, and, and let you decide for yourself whether this state representative in Pennsylvania was right or in the wrong. About Planned Parenthood shaming people for something that they have a constitutional right to do. Huh? Huh? If you're here about the children, you can pray at home for children. It's probably the same place that you could feed a child, but you're not. Instead, you're out here shaming people for something that they have a constitutional right to do. Okay, so just to give you a little bit of background of what's going on in this video, he is uh, walking around chasing this old little grandma, if you will, who is supposedly out there protesting this Planned Parenthood and protesting uh, women going into Planned Parenthood for abortions. And he's going after her and saying, shame on you, shame on you for doing this and that and blah, 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 blah. It's actually pretty despicable for a state representative to be doing this. But anyway, a little more. Who would have thought that an old white lady would be out in front of a Planned Parenthood telling people what's right for... Hold on a second. So so right there, he actually calls her an old white lady. First of all, I, I have a question here. What does it matter that she's white? Why, why do you care that she's white? Why, why do you care that she's an old lady? Why do you care about any of that? What, why? I, I don't understand. Anyway. For their bodies. Shame on you. Shame on you for hiding your face at the same time that you're shaming other people. Again, the same laws that protect me protect you, and, and that's okay. You're allowed to be out here. That doesn't mean that you have a moral right to be out here. A moral right to be out there? Okay, now I, I have, to be fair, I have no idea what this woman was saying to people going into Planned Parenthood. I have no idea. I don't know if she was being vulgar towards them or, or vile or hateful or what. I don't know. What I do know is that Representative Brian Sims is being all of those things to this woman. That's what I know. Uh, he is shaming her for standing up for something that she believes in. For all I know, this woman is out there just protesting Planned Parenthood for abortion and trying to preserve the sanctity of life. Again, I don't know that for sure. I've only seen Brian's 
half of the video here. I don't know what she was doing beforehand. I don't know. What I do know is that he is shaming her, and what he is doing is very, very shameful. But here, a little more. Shame on you. What you're doing here is disgusting. This is wrong. You have no business being out here. Hi, everybody. Thank you for... She has no business being out there. What business do you have being out there, Brian? If she has no business being out there, tell me what business do you have being out there? That's what I don't understand here. I mean, you're saying that in the beginning that she has every constitutional right to be out there to be protesting. You're absolutely right. And he has every constitutional right to be out there protesting her. He has absolutely every right. But yet he's shaming her for just being out there expressing her freedom of speech, expressing her opinion, expressing that she believes in the sanctity of life. What are you out there protesting, Brian? Are you out there protest saying that it's okay for women to go in and abort a baby for any reason? Or is, is that what you're saying, Brian? I mean, do you believe that a baby inside the womb is a life. Do you believe that they have a body of their own, Brian? I mean, th these are all questions that I would like to know. And yet, I, 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 you're not saying anything about that here. You're just going after this woman and getting in her face and, 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 and trying to shame her for doing something that she believes in. To me, that's pretty shameful. But anyway, a little more. Yep. Disgusting. So do me a favor, please. If you're watching this, Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania is one of the most heavily protested Planned Parenthoods in the country, and they deserve your support. This, these are the kind of attacks that we can expect on Planned Parenthoods in the current administration. Shame on you, ma'am, for standing out here thinking you know what's right for other people's bodies. There are women that come here from counties away, miles away, because people like you are standing out in front of their Planned Parenthood, shaming them. You must have something to say. You've had something to say to every single woman that's come in here, every single couple that's come in here. You've had something to say, something to hand them. And yet now that you're on camera, you have nothing to say and nothing to do about this. Shame on you. There's not a person coming here that needs your advice on what to do with their bodies. Not one. And all... There's not a person coming there that, need, that needs her advice on what to do with their bodies. He Okay, first of all, he's absolutely right on that. I, I have no right to tell anybody what to do with their body. I do, however, believe I have the right to speak for those that can't speak, That in that in this case, being the unborn. They have bodies, too. Who's speaking for them? I mean, he's speaking for these women that are going in there and getting help for whatever reason. And, and he's saying that they have every right to do whatever they want with their own body. He's absolutely right. But their rights stop at their own body, not the body that's growing inside them. They have no right in, in my personal opinion, and I've, and I've said this before, there are only a very few exceptions on what, when abortion is okay. And even then, I still have hesitations even saying it's okay. I mean, no matter how you look at it, abortion is a terrible, terrible thing. Even if it is used in the case of the pregnancy means life or death for the mother. It's still terrible because you're still taking a life to save another. No matter how you slice that scenario, you're still taking one life 
to save another. That is that is awful. Can can we see that? Can we see how awful this is? I mean, and, and then we go out and we we shame each other for it. Now, I, I will say this. I I I know someone that that is. In fact, I know a few people that have had abortions, and one of those cases was she was raped. I mean, I I do wish that she would have held on to that pregnancy. I do. And at least given the baby up for adoption. But I can't imagine the trauma that she went through. And in that scenario, I I can't judge her for it. Nor can I shame her for it. And and here's the thing. I don't shame anyone that has had an abortion. In fact, there are a lot of people out there that, that regret it. That absolutely regret. And I know someone in my life that that does regret having an abortion i don't i don't shame them but yet we have this representative going out and shaming people who believe differently than he does why i stand for life that doesn't mean i i hate those that have a difference of opinion than me on this matter I, I I want to preserve life. I want to preserve and protect the most innocent among us. That is what I want. Can we at least come to some kind of an agreement on that? When did we stop looking at babies as people, as humans, and, and instead of just a thing that grows inside of us. When did we stop realizing that that giving birth in of itself is a miracle? That that passing on our posterity is a miracle? When when did we stop doing those things? It it just I I, I don't understand why we have to shame one another just because we have a difference of opinion, because we, we choose to take a stand and stand up for what we believe in. I have no idea if this woman is a good person or not. I don't know. I don't know what she was out there saying in the first place. And don't get me wrong, there are a lot of people in this world that are in the pro-life movement that do not treat those on the other side with respect. I understand. I get it. And, and he's sitting there saying that this woman is, is, is not Christian. I, I have no idea if she's Christian or not. I assume she is. I mean, most people are that are very pro-life are very much Christians. Not all, but a lot of them are. I mean, I'm one. It, to me... Promoting abortion is what is not Christian. That's to be Christian is to help preserve the sanctity of life. That's what this fight is about. It's not a. It's not about women's rights or, or your rights over your own body. That, that was never, never the, the the argument here. The argument here is. 
How do we preserve the most innocent among us? How do we preserve and protect that life? And speaking of protecting lives, you know, I, I did talk a little bit about gun guns earlier, but, uh, you know, a lot of us are gun owners, and we don't want our little ones getting into our guns, especially if they don't know how to use them and they don't realize how dangerous they are. That is why I want to tell you a little bit about Gunbox. Gunbox uh, is... <clears throat> The ultimate quick, accessible handgun safe, ideal for securing your firearm when not carrying on your person. You can uh, go go to go to gunbox.com and uh, use the the code Mojo Five O and get ten percent off all your orders that are over one hundred and fifty nine dollars. Look, gun guns are important to me, but gun safety that is just as important. Go to Gunbox. Get you, get you, get you a gun safe uh, to put to conceal your handgun in, uh, to make sure that your family and that your little ones stay out of uh, all of all of your firearms. Um, it is important that they stay safe. You're listening to the Pat Oni Show. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this Brian Sims thing coming up here right after the break. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. We'll be right back right after this. If you're tired of being fat, that's the simplest way I can put it, try Riduzone. It's not magic, it's science. It's a simple way to help keep yourself from overeating. Go to Riduzone, that's Riduzone.com. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-570-6630. 800-570-6630. That's 800-570-6630. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Dr. Ken Brown here, host of Gut Check Project with my co-host, Eric Rieger. Eric, we've been seeing Mojo guys over there and over here at Spoonie talk about Atrantil for bloating. I've seen in my practice that Atrantil is a whole lot more than just a bloating product. Yes, it does a whole lot more than just fix bloating because of the polyphenols that you find in Atrantil. You're exactly right. The polyphenols are those molecules that we find in the Mediterranean diet. It makes vegetables and fruits very colorful. What are some of the things that these polyphenols do, Eric? These polyphenols can actually stop inflammation. They can help you have more energy. They can help you with anti-aging. And polyphenols are great for athletes. It sounds like it's going to help a whole lot more people than just bloating. Tell me how everybody should be taking Atrantil. If you want to dose Atrantil, it's two capsules three times a day, basically with your meals. But if you aren't bloated and you just want that polyphenol intake every day, two to three capsules a day will work for you. Go to lovemytummy.com slash mojo. Bottom line, if you want to lose weight, go to RidUZone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. RidUZone has helped countless people lose weight, and they can help you too by boosting your metabolism and making you feel a little bit fuller naturally. RidUZone.com. Welcome back to the Pat Oni Show. Right here on Mojo Five O, I'm your host Pat Oni. You can follow me on the Twitter at the Pat Oni Show or on Facebook. It's facebook.com/slash/the Pat Oni Show, or you can find me on MeWe. 
you know, I know I've been talking a lot about abortion really since, you know, the beginning of my show a few weeks ago. It's been a, a focal point and it's going to continue to being a focal point uh, for the foreseeable future. Yes, I will talk about different things on the show, but this is going to be one of those big topics. I feel like a lot of show hosts have that one big issue that they focus on. I mean, for, for those of you that listen to Mojo Five O or The Blaze for a long time know that uh, Doc Thompson really focused a lot on the VA and fixing the VA and anything that, that has to do with veterans. And I guess uh, abortion is kind of that way for me. Um, and so before I forget, uh, as I said before, I am working to bring some guests here on my show. And uh, starting next week, I will be having Mary Taylor coming on the show. She is the president of Pro-Life Utah. And we'll be talking some things abortion and pro, the pro-life movement and uh we'll also be talking a little bit about brian sims probably then as well uh because i i don't really see this story going away anytime soon um i mean the man for lack of better words has been kind of a douche um i mean he claims that he's all about women and protecting women and all this stuff and blah 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 and yet he was he was very much a jerk to this this woman that was standing outside uh, protesting Planned Parenthood. Now, whether you agree with abortion, disagree, I mean, she had the right to be there to protest. He had the right to be there to protest too. I, I don't disagree with that. He he can protest her all he wants, um, but he was an absolute jerk about it. In fact, I I dare say that he wasn't even. Peaceful with him, I mean, because he was had his phone in her face and just really just inner space and just shaming her and making her as if she were a less of a person than he or anyone going into that Planned Parenthood clinic. He did, I mean, I guess issue an apology video, if you want to call it that. I don't know that I'd call it that, but but that's that's. Oh, let me play. Let me play a little. Maybe. All right, here we go. Hi, everyone. Representative Brian Sims here. And I'm actually up in our Capitol for this week's legislative session, but I stepped off the floor for a moment because I've received a lot of feedback about a video I posted last week, and I want to provide some background. You see, I've lived across the street or next door to this particular Planned Parenthood, one of the most heavily protested Planned Parenthoods in America for the last 15 years. I've seen men and women and teens try to go there for routine health care, for checkups, for pap smears, for breast exams, for STD screenings, and yes, for abortions. In fact, it's where I even treat for my own life-saving PrEP medication, and I'm grateful for the services that they provide. Okay, let me just stop it right there for just a second. Uh, he's talking about all these other things that Planned Parenthood does for people, and, and specifically women. Here's the thing. If they did just those things... And not abortion, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. There would be no real issue with Planned Parenthood if they didn't practice abortion. Plain and simple. I mean, that, that that's what the issue is with Planned Parenthood, is that they practice abortion and they practice it in some very unsavory ways, in my opinion. But anyway, let's continue. 
I've also spent the last seven years serving as a volunteer patient escort at this Planned Parenthood. And I have seen firsthand the insults, the slurs, the attacks, and the racism that those protesters aim at mostly young girls going there for clinical care. Care that those of us on the outside can never understand. And last week was no different. What I should have shown you in that video was protesters gathered together to pray at, not to silently pray for people coming in and out of Planned Parenthood as they intercepted them and harassed them. In my years with Planned Parenthood, I've seen women and girls circle that block two, three, four times before finally driving away because they know that they weren't gonna get in because of those protesters. But as a Planned Parenthood volunteer and as a supporter, I fully understand, respect, and appreciate the non-engagement policy that they have. And I would never wanna do anything that interfered with the care that they're providing to their patients. As an activist and an advocate, I know why pushing back against harassment and discrimination are a must, even when they're uncomfortable. But last week, I wasn't a patient escort. I was a neighbor and a concerned citizen, and I was aggressive. I know that two wrongs don't make a right, and I can do better, and I will do better for the women of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay, so to, to his credit, he did, I guess, kind of apologize. He, he did say that, you know, that two wrongs don't make a right. He didn't necessarily come out and say that he was wrong or that he was sorry for what he did. Because here's the thing. I don't think he is sorry. I don't think he is sorry for getting in that woman's face. I don't think he's sorry for anything that he actually said to her. I, I, I don't believe that for a second. He is very much in defense of this particular Planned Parenthood. I understand he's lived there forever and, you know, has volunteered there and all sorts of stuff. I get it. I get it. And to his credit, you know, if he's trying to help his community, great. That's fantastic. What I don't understand is why you're helping an organization that is basically all about abortion, all about taking the life of the most innocent among us. But, hey, you know, uh, that's his choice. And, and to, here's another thing. He was talking about what he should have shown us is the people that were praying at. Praying at, what does he mean by praying at? I mean, I do know that there have been people at this particular Planned Parenthood that uh, were praying for um, people now, I, and I I have the other side of the story to that, but in this case, you know, he was just up in this little old lady's face, and that's what that's what we saw, and it was just absolutely crazy and aggressive. I mean, he at least admitted to that, to his credit. My big thing here is that he's saying that many of us don't understand. And, and maybe he's right. Maybe maybe we don't understand each other. Maybe we don't understand what it's like to walk in everyone's shoes. But that doesn't mean just because we we don't understand what it is to walk in someone else's shoes that that's going through this particularly hard time. That doesn't give us the right to take a life, does it? I mean, really? I mean, if you, if you stop and think, just because you have it hard, does that give you the right to take a life? Because that's what abortion does. You're taking a life. You're taking the baby that is growing inside you. That baby is human. That baby is your son or daughter. And it's taking a life. You know, he, he, he talks about these people that are praying at people. 
and saying it's it's not very Christian like. Well, here's the thing. I I will back him up on this. Not everyone in the pro-life movement is holier than thou. I mean, or rather they act holier than thou, but they're not. You know, in fact, I'm unapologetically pro-life, and I will be the first to say that I have my flaws. I'm not a perfect man. I never will be. I don't get everything right, but I do believe I'm right on this. I I don't believe that every pro-lifer is good and treats everyone on the other side with dignity and respect. But I guarantee you from that video, which the, the video that he posted, the one where he was harassing the lady, that went on for at least, I think it was seven, just under eight minutes. And that was just that video. I don't know actually how long it went for. And I only played like a couple minutes of it. He's talking about people not being respectful or, or uh, being kind to those on the other side. Well, neither is he. Neither is he. So I don't take this apology seriously. I don't believe that he actually is sorry. I mean, looking at him, looking at his facial expressions in this video where he's apologizing, looking at his body expression, I just, I, I don't see the sincerity. I don't. I absolutely don't. Especially when I get the other side of the story um, from the uh, pro-life mom that he actually harassed as well. And I think this was, was the people that he was talking about that were praying at people because she does mention that her and her daughters were there to uh, pray for those that were going into the clinic. I want to play some of it. Hi, my name is Ashley Correct. Many of you may recognize me from the video taken of my daughters and I when we were praying outside of a Planned Parenthood clinic in downtown Philadelphia. For those of you unfamiliar with the situation, on Holy Thursday morning this past April, my daughters and I and one of their friends went to this clinic to pray for the mothers and their babies, for the clinic workers, and for the doctors in that facility. We felt strongly that it was an important act of service that we could do as we prepared to enter into the Triduum with Holy Thursday Mass that evening. Uh, about 20 minutes into our time of prayer, we were approached by a man I later learned whose name was uh, State Representative Brian Sims. He was very angry, uh, upset at what we were doing, accused us of being cruel and uh, unkind toward the people who were coming in and out of the facility. He yelled specifically at the girls. I approached him and tried to enter into a calm dialogue with Mr. Sims, explaining that we were there just to pray peacefully, that we weren't in interested in an altercation, and that our purpose there was love, to love the people who were coming in and out of that building and to try and show them God's love. Unfortunately, Mr. Sims did not respond in kind. He left and came back about 10 minutes later with his camera and was filming my daughters and I. I again tried to have a conversation with Mr. Sims. We were already finished with our prayers and were in the process of leaving. And when it became clear that he was not going to be able to communicate with us in a calm manner, we decided to proceed with our exit and leave that location. It was definitely a shocking experience but 
Uh, I was very proud of my girls for how they handled themselves in that situation and their friend as well. We prayed for Mr. Sims at that time. We have prayed for him since and will continue to do so. My girls had been involved with the Students for Life movement. My oldest daughter through her school, she and her friend went to the March for Life in January. And so they were prepared in some small way for this encounter. And they will continue to be involved in the pro-life movement and in their Students for Life group at their school. Our family will continue to do whatever work we can to support the pro-life movement in Philadelphia. We know that every life is sacred and that life is worthy of protection from the moment of conception until natural death. And we know that this is God's work and that the Holy Spirit is moving powerfully. We know that many of you have been praying for us and we can feel those prayers. We're so grateful for that support. We're also grateful for the support that we've received through our GoFundMe. Um, the money raised in this fundraiser goes 100% to the Pro-Life Union of Philadelphia. Every single dollar goes towards buying diapers and paying rent for women who are in crisis pregnancies. It goes to fund educational efforts for people who are looking to volunteer as sidewalk advocates. And it funds uh, the crisis pregnancy centers and mother's homes in our city and the five surrounding counties. For those of you who have donated already, thank you so much. For those of you who haven't had an opportunity, the website is gofundme.com slash prolifephilly and donations of any amount are a blessing. If you're able to make a contribution and share the link, that would be much appreciated. We are so grateful for your prayers going forward and I hope to see many of you at the rally, which will take place at the location of this clinic at 12th and Locust in downtown Philadelphia tomorrow, Friday. And I hope that our presence there will be another testimony to God's love for the women and the children of Philadelphia. Thank you. That sounds like someone that just deeply cares about life, that, that deeply cares about protecting the most innocent among us being babies. It doesn't sound like to me that she was at this Planned Parenthood getting in people's faces and putting them down and making them feel guilty for their decisions. No, I think she was there actually trying to show compassion and trying to show that there is a better way, that there is another way. And if that made people feel guilty, if that makes you feel guilty, that's not on them. That's on the person that feels guilty. I think she's there actually trying to help. Now, here's the thing. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. But I believe her. I, I, he, I, I know what I can see what Brian Sims did. It wasn't peaceful. It was being a bully. It was getting in people's faces and, and shaming them and making them feel disgraced for standing up for something that they believe in. I've watched this video a few times now of him and I've, I've watched her rebuttal and speaking out against Brian Sims. I, I've, I've, I've seen both sides of this and no way does Brian Sims in my mind come looking out like the good guy here. He may be well-intentioned and that's fine, 
But to me, he's still a douche. He's a douche for, for being there at the scene, getting in people's faces for doing something that they believe in. For taking a stand on an issue that many believe is a righteous one. A, 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 a religious issue in terms of being able to protect the most pure, our children, our babies. But no, no, no. He, Brian Sims wasn't standing for that. Brian Sims was saying that you don't have the right to tell a woman what to do with her body. Well, he's absolutely right, but that's not what any of us are doing here. We are saying that those women do not have the right to just abort their pregnancy because it doesn't just affect their body. It affects a whole nother body, the body of their baby. And so I say again, the Brian Sims is nothing more than just a jerk and a bully. And you know what? I invite him to come on this show. Come on, come on, Brian, come on this show. Come talk to me. Don't don't wave your phone in some old lady's face. Don't don't go out there and shame a family for for trying to stand up for what they believe. And come pick on someone your own size. Come on this show. Come on. Come and come and talk to me, man to man. And let's have a real conversation about this. And let's find out what you really stand for. I'll give you a fair shake. I will. I won't sandbag you. Oh, I, I won't let you just skate either. You know, I'm going to ask you some tough questions, but come on, come on this show. Show me that you're a man and that you're willing to pick on someone your own size. It's an open invitation. You can reach out to me on my Twitter. It's at the Pat Oney show or find me on Facebook, but I'm sick of hearing stories like this. I'm sick of people treating each other just because they have a difference of opinion on an issue like this. We, we, we don't need to be this vile and this jerkish to each other. We should be trying to understand each other, not trying to win. Though I still believe that protecting life, that, that's, that's an issue that, that I'm willing to die on. You know, it, it, it's one of those issues, you know, like, Pick the hill you want to die on. I believe abortion is that. I, I really do. And you know what? Dads matter too. They, they we do. I, I'm not a father yet, but but we do matter, and we should have a say. I was talking about my friend last week, where he posted that poll of whether or not uh, men should should be able to have a say and whether or not a woman has an abortion. I'm here to tell you that men matter. That we need good fathers. In fact, you know, tomorrow is Mother's Day. And you know, Father's Day is really not that far away. And it's time to get your grill on. You know, nostalgia has got this new grill, grilling sampler promotion going on. If you go to mojowildrice.com, use the promo code GRILL10, you can get 10% off your grilling sampler pack. The pack includes salt-free garlic and herb seasoning for meats, vegetables, or potatoes. You can use it as dry or oil rub. The North the Northwoods Jerk Seasoning is for some awesome flavor on pork, salmon, or chicken, either dry or, on, or oil rubbed. 
Use the raspberry wine jelly as a delicious base for marinades or dipping sauces or brush directly on the meats. Oh, this sounds so, so incredibly good. You know, like I said, I'm not a father yet, but if somebody in the audience wants to order this for me, just go to MojoWildRice.com uh, and use the promo code GRILL10. Send this to me. I will love you forever because I love to grill. Grill. I, I don't really like to cook much, but I do love to grill. Uh, they also have this sweet heat of the jalapeno pepper jam is in its perfect marinade uh, brushed on at the grill or served as a side dip. Uh, you can even add it to your own barbecue sauce for some flavor. Uh, it, it's, oh, it just sounds so good. Uh, like I said, mojowaterrice.com. Uh, use the promo code GRILL10. And uh, somebody, please, please, please send this to me. Or you know, send it to Dad. It, it is a great Father's Day gift. And Father's Day is not that far away. All right, you know I've I, I'm I'm off my abortion diatribe for the rest of the show. I, I've I've got to just I've got to settle down. I mean, because issues like this and watching people like Brian Sims get me worked up. I mean, I just need to go goose raba and just calm down a little bit. And uh, I, I want to I just want to spend the rest of the time talking about the Avengers. And, you know, I've seen it twice now. And it is absolutely fantastic. I actually think I liked it better the second time than I did the first time. But seeing it twice, you know, it actually allowed me to catch some things I didn't like before. And I already kind of had an idea, but, you know, it just kind of confirmed those things, I guess. Uh, you know, but it, it's just, it is an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it yet, you know, I guess turn off the show at this point because this is what I'm going to be talking about. If you don't want any spoilers, but you know, the spoilers ban has been lifted. If you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. It's not on me. So I, I feel like I'm uh, vindicated from not saying spoiler alert, but whatever. Um, so I, I absolutely just love this movie. I love how it started off because it, it just, you know, Captain Marvel shows up and, you know, brings Tony and Nebula back to earth and, uh, you know, everyone's kind of reunited per se, but, you know, there's a lot of contention and stress still and uh, PTSD, you know, just the shock of all everything that happened right there at the end of Infinity War. And, uh, uh, you know, Captain Marvel shows up and, you know, takes the team, you know, toward the planet that Thanos is now on. And uh, they basically grab him and Thor chops his head off. That was it. And then all of a sudden, it's five years later. Uh, and it was just fantastically done because it just it just showed that being able to undo everything that Thanos ever did, uh, you know, in, in Infinity War was not going to be some easy fix. You know, I mean, it took Ant-Man showing up and explaining the quantum realm and, you know, they did a little time travel to go back and get all the Infinity Stones and put them t- together on a new gauntlet. Uh, to which they had this debate over who was going to use it. Well, before I get to that, I I should mention this because, you know, Hulk is in the movie, but it's not Hulk as we know him. It is he is now Doctor Hulk. He is now Banner and Hulk at the same time. It's basically Banner and Hulk's body, if you will. And th- this part actually kind of just drove me nuts. And the reason why I say that is because. They just go from showing Banner to now Dr. Hulk, you know, five years later. And there's really no backstory to it all. It's just kind of, I mean, they kind of explain it, but they kind of don't. I mean, because, you know, Hulk was kind of on hiatus for 
really all of Infinity War except the very beginning after he got his butt kicked from Thanos. And all of a sudden now he's just Dr. Hawk. And it just, I didn't like that. I wanted more of an explanation. I actually wanted them to show that to me, not just tell me. But I digress. It was still a great movie. Um, so anyway, they, they get all the Infinity Stones. They make this new Infinity Gauntlet. And they're deciding on who's supposed to do it. And you know, Thor's saying he should do it. You know, He's the strongest Avenger. But he also is, feels very, very guilty um, for not being able to stop Thanos in Infinity War. Uh, you know, he lost most of Asgard, if not all of Asgard. Um, and he lost his best friend. I mean, he lost a lot of people. He, he'd been through a lot. A lot. And uh, it ended up being Hulk, though, because uh, it was mostly, as Banner put it, gamma radiation. And so he was able to snap everyone back. Um, the Using the stones and, and the gauntlet actually did a toll on one of his arms. Um, in fact, I, I would even argue that in a sense, it almost killed him. But uh, he ended up being okay in the end. Um, the, the other thing I didn't like with Hulk is that he never really got his revenge fight against Thanos. Uh, it, it was... I was really hoping for that. I mean, you, you saw him get his butt kicked in Infinity War, and then nothing really happens between the two um, in Endgame at all. But I will say, the, the fight between Cap and Thanos, that was awesome because he got to use Thor's hammer. Uh, he Thor does get Mjolnir back from the time travel, um, and Cap was able to use Mjolnir and with a combination of his shield and really took the fight to Thanos there for a while. And I will say this too, there is nothing quite as uh, poetic of a scene as watching um, those two fight and then Cap ultimately getting his butt kicked in the end and Thanos' army showing up all of a sudden to hear... Cap, can you read me from Falcon in his ear? And then all these portals start showing up, and you have Falcon and Black Panther and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange all showing up, plus many, many other Avengers, and all ready to take the fight to Thanos. And in fact, you know, when Spider-Man showed up, uh, you know, he and Tony had a moment. It gave Tony a chance for redemption. And of course, probably the most iconic part of the movie is when um, Thanos goes for the gauntlet gets the gauntlet on and tries to snap his fingers again, but nothing happened because Tony was able to take all the stones off of the gauntlet before he had a chance to snap his fingers and put them on himself. And Tony, using the iconic line after Thanos said, I am inevitable, tried to snap his fingers. And then Tony just showed him his hand saying, and I, I'm Iron Man. And snap. It, it was just a very cool way to end an 11 year saga to a, a very iconic Marvel character, that being Iron Man. They also made Thor fat, which I didn't really like. I mean, it was funny at first, but you know, I felt like they should have gotten him in shape. In fact, they really should have just put him on the Ridu zone. I feel like if they had the Ridu zone in the movie, that would have helped a lot. Uh, you know, Riduzone is a OEA, it's a natural metabolite of olive oil that is produced by your human body. Um, it is, you know, it helps with weight loss. Um, it is not like a weight loss pill, it just kind of helps control your appetite. I've used it, I've lost about 10 pounds. Thor really could have used it in Endgame, but uh, I digress. Uh, so just go to Riduzone.com and get 30% off uh, your three-month supply. That is Riduzone, R-A-D-U Zone. Dot com, And if you haven't seen it yet, go see Endgame, because it really, really is very, very good. 
they gave Cap a very poetic ending because he went back in time to return all the stones, and uh, he ended up staying with, um, well, his love from the first first Captain America movie. He was able to rekindle that, and that was a very poetic ending. And then he showed up at the end as an old Captain America and passed the mantle down to Falcon. I will uh, see you next week. Remember, don't get lost, and remember who you are. And no means no. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.